Welcome, everyone, to Chronicles of the End Times. I'm Russ Scalzo. It's good to have you with us today for episode number five on our podcast. Today, our topic is Israel, the key to Bible prophecy. You know, as we uh, live in these last days, uh, as our overall topic is living and succeeding in Babylon, uh, we are confronted with many different issues. And one of the main issues that we're confronted with is many different philosophies and doctrines that come into play uh, when people are interpreting the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and, more importantly, the, the prophecies concerning Israel. Today there has been many, many churches and organizations that preach a replacement theology. This isn't something new that started yesterday. It's been going on for quite a while. But there are organizations such as the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons and even some uh, basic Bible-believing Christian churches that preach this replacement theology, where Israel is out of the picture, they've denied Christ, uh, they're gone now, uh, now everything is about the church. And that could not be further from the truth. If we don't understand what Paul talked about in Romans chapter 11, when he talked about Israel coming back, and that we are just the ones who have been grafted in to the true vine, and the true vine is Israel. So to take Israel out of the picture would be the same as cutting the tree down at the roots and and expecting to still survive as a branch. And we know that it's ridiculous and impossible, but Israel is the root where we came from. Israel protected the word of God. They kept the word of God. They were the conduit that the Messiah would come through, Jesus Christ, to give the whole world life through his crucifixion and resurrection. So without Israel, we would have nothing. And God keeps his promises. And so Paul talks about this in Romans chapter 11. He says, I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. So all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come from Zion and he will turn godliness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. And as far as the gospel is concerned, they are enemies on your account. But as far as election is concerned, they are loved on account of the patriarchs. Paul makes it real clear. I don't want you to get all conceited. I don't want you to get all about yourselves. And this is what's happening today. This doctrine that's being taught, that Israel has been rejected, that Israel is done, and that the church is the only thing that matters And it's the only thing that matters to God. And that cannot be further from the truth. Because Paul says, if their rejection is reconciliation for the whole world, in other words, if their rejection of Christ has brought salvation to all the Gentiles of the world, what will their acceptance be except life from the dead? Paul is being very specific. He's saying, look, 
If their rejection has caused this great amount of grace and this door to open to the Gentiles, to every human being in the earth, then how glorious is it going to be for the whole earth when they come back to him? And they will come back to him. Because Paul is very specific, and he says that God will pour out his mercies on them. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant of the mysteries, brother, so you will not be conceited. Israel has experienced the hardening in part until a full number of Gentiles has come in. In other words, he's saying, not wholly. Israel hasn't been rejected completely. No, in part, they have been rejected. But they are going to come back because God has made promises to them. The deliverer will come from Zion, and he will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. And it's very interesting that in Zechariah, the Lord prophesied through Zechariah that he was going to bring Israel back. And he says in verse 10 of Zechariah chapter 12, He said, And I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and grieve bitterly for him as one who grieves for a firstborn son. And the scripture says in Zechariah that the land itself will mourn, that each tribe, each clan, each family will mourn together because it will be a tremendous moment of when they realize that Jesus Christ, the one who they rejected, is truly the Messiah. And beyond that, he has come back to save them. He's come back to restore Israel. He's come back to rule in the reign and to keep all the promises that the Jewish nation and the Hebrew people have been holding on to for thousands of years. What an incredible, incredible moment. And I think it's worth noting that during this time, this could very easily fulfill one of the great feasts of the Jewish nation, the Day of Atonement, or as we know, Yom Kippur. When we talk about Yom Kippur, we talk about this high holy day. It's the holiest day in in Jewish uh, religion where they repent and they look on their lives and come to grips with their humanity, come to grips with their sin and repent from it. And what's even more amazing than that is that there is what they call days of awe, the days of awe or the 10 days of repentance, which is between Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. And it is amazing when you look at the meaning of all this. Um, Yom Kippur is a great day of repentance. And you can see how that would marry into and be fulfilled in this moment. And that these days of awe, what, what an incredible definition. The days of awe, when they look upon him, and these days of repentance, this, these, these days of renewal, these days of great revelation, and how they go into 
a new year, a new experience exploding in front of them, uh, the millennial reign of Christ, where God rules and reigns from Jerusalem and establishes his kingdom among the Jewish people. And of course, the church will be there, and the church will rule and reign with him over all the earth. And it is a moment that is amazing. And I think we need to understand that if we cancel out Israel, if in our thinking and in our theology, we decide, well, that's just not what I believe. We are missing out on such richness. We are missing out on such fulfillment of Scripture, such the depth of the promises of God, that he is so awesome, that he never forgets us. It doesn't matter what we go through or where we go. God never leaves us. David said, you know, if I even, I'm down in hell, you see me. If I'm on the mountaintops or in the valley or in the depths of the sea, you're there. David knew there was no place to run from God. There was no place that God was not going to be. So if you're going through something today and you think, well, I've gone too far. You know, I don't even know why I'm listening to this podcast, but I'm telling you today that God loves you, he cares for you, and he has great things for you. If you're still breathing on this earth, you have opportunity to be blessed of God and used of God and to walk with God every single day. And I encourage you to do so. And I encourage you to dig deep into the Word of God. The Jewish nation and the church are one. They are going, that is God's plan, to make them one people under the name, the holy name, the name above every other name, Jesus, the Son of the living God. What an awesome, awesome thing. So let's keep that in mind as we look to scriptures and as we remember the words of Paul. And we say, don't get conceited. Don't get wrapped up in yourself. Don't think that you can't be in trouble with God, even, he's saying. You know what? If God dealt with them and they are the true branch, they are the cultivated olive tree, and you're the wild olive tree, and you've been grafted in, well, don't you think God's going to deal with you too? So we need, as the church of Jesus Christ, to realize that our job is to serve the Lord of all and to work in the kingdom of God. It was God's idea and plan and heartbeat from the very beginning to have Israel share their faith with those around them, to let them know that, yes, the God of all the earth is here, and he wants to meet you as well. But they failed there. And let it not be said that the church failed there as well. Let us reach out. Let us always be looking to bring people in to the kingdom of God. People matter. People are the richnesses of God. God doesn't need any gold. He doesn't need any silver. He doesn't need to create another galaxy or a universe. That is not his richness. His richness is in men, women, and children who serve him. His creation that he made special. He made us to love him. He didn't make us as robots. He gave us free will because that's what love is all about. And this is Rescalzo of the Chronicles of the End Times reminding you that Christian means Christ-like. 
It's an awesome responsibility, but with God's help, we can do it. God bless. Talk to you next time on podcast number six.